0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, love on repeat for the BYU backup quarterback.
1: Why Bronco Mendenhall loves Tanner Mangum. BYU Sports Nation all-access continues from fall camp. Linebacker Harvey Longy has been dubbed a vocal leader. How does he feel about it? Plus, wide receiver Nick Kurtz and jamming with Johnny to unveil the women's basketball
0: non-conference schedule. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now, from Studio B, here's your hosts, Spencer
1: Linton and Jason Shepard.
0: BYU Sports Station, live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of all things BYU, Tuesday, August 11th, wherever and however you have chosen to dial in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who truly appreciates the greatness of Back to the Future, Jason Shepard. It's the greatest movie of all time, in my opinion. And that is why Jason Shepard is in the studio beat right there. That alone, we, we, we put him through the ringer. Do you like Back to the Future? Yes. Greatest movie of all time? Okay, you can host
1: the show. Because of that, before I turned 16, my dream vehicle was the Toyota 4x4. <laughs> now, I didn't get one, but that was my dream vehicle all because of Back to the Future. So the pleas the mom and dad weren't good enough? Uh, no, no, that just didn't work. Buy me a $20,000 pickup or else. Uh, it didn't work, but we could spend the entire show. Now, we won't, but we could just spend the entire show talking about the greatness of Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future.
0: The nuances of Steven Spielberg.
1: As Yeah, great movie, but in all reality, Jason, welcome to Studio B. Thank you. It's, it is a pleasure to be here. Good to have you on BYU Sports Nation. You and I have never done a show together, so no. this is exciting. I'm this is day number one. This is it. This is the debut. I hope you'll come back after this <laughs> I show. hope you will have me after.
0: <laughs> Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines with Shep in the house. BYU fall camp day two. Again saw backup quarterback Tanner Mangum shine. The coach is all high on Tanner. Day three of camp just underway from the practice fields.
1: The BYU women's basketball non-conference schedule is going to be released today and by the way head coach Jeff Judkins will join us right here on BYU Sports Nation in our next segment to unveil that schedule. BYU women's soccer will hold its annual blue-white scrimmage tonight 9 Eastern
0: 7 Mountain at South Field. Our debut of BYU Women's Soccer airs this Saturday night on BYU TV, an exhibition home match against Arizona out of the Pac-12. That game also,
1: 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. Also, BYU Women's Volleyball hires Charlene Johnson-Witted as a new assistant coach. So congratulations to her. It's time that we rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so
0: are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Ah, the great Phil Collins said it best. You can't hurry, love.
2: Love, 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 continue loves Tanner Mangum. Uh, he's going to be really, really a good player at BYU. So I'm I, I'm resting well with that, and I like our two freshmen. Just a lot, of, lot to learn for them, but Tanner Mangum is impressive.
0: Bronco Mendenhall gave his backup quarterback Tanner Mangum the ultimate pat on the back yesterday, including a comparison to the great John Beck. In Bronco's words, he is... Speaking of Tanner, quote, significantly further along than where coaches expected him to be at this point. Are you
1: buying into the big deal that is being made about Tanner Mangum? I'm buying in because you know as well as I do, coaches, especially with young players, are not heaping praise on them if it's not warranted. So for Bronco Mendenhall and offensive coordinator Robert and I said virtually the same thing, that he's been extremely impressed with Tanner Mangum. If they're going out of their way to praise him for what he's doing on the field, things he's doing off the field in terms of study habits, things like that, that's a big deal. And, and I think BYU fans should take notice of that. Here's the background of all of this.
0: Tanner Mangum came off of a mission, a mission trip. <laughs> Shout out to Jeremy Jordan. Two years serving a mission and comes back in June. When I saw him day one of fall camp, I thought to myself, He looks physically better than I thought he would look. He has some definition in his arms. Again, this couple of months off of a mission where you're not working out. You're not throwing a hundred footballs a day. Okay. His arm strength seems to be there and he's making good reads. So yeah, for me, I thought, wow, Tanner Mangum is impressive, but the coaches are looking at him under a microscope, Jason, and they are
1: looking for fine tuned things and they're, I, they have nothing bad to say about him at this point. And that's what I mean. I mean, this, was, this is a situation where all eyes are on Taysom Hill as the quarterback. You know, and, and, But so much has been talked about the, the lack of depth behind him. You know, And heaven forbid something were to happen, who would step up? And granted, day three is just underway. But for the coaches to go out of their way to praise him, I think that should give Cougar fans... A, some optimism that this guy, not just because of his talents, but because of the things he's willing to do off the field in preparation, that this is a guy that, that could take over you know, when it's time, and we'll get into that. Footwork impeccable. His attention to detail. I mean, this, is, this is where the comparisons
0: to John Beck come into play for Bronco Mendenhall. Tanner spends a lot of time on the details in the film room. I've talked to a number of his teammates. say the dude is always watching film. This is a good thing. So with that in mind, it leads us
1: into today's Twitter question. Jason, would you do the honors? I will indeed. What are your expectations for Tanner Mangum as a BYU quarterback? It's a simple question. I'm not necessarily sure it's a simple answer.
0: National champion Tanner! <laughs> <champion! laughs> I can hear it now. Do you know what? When the coaches are giving that kind of praise, it's hard not for fans to buy in that way. At dev or at sorry, at Dave Farn says. Do what backup quarterbacks do best. Help call in plays and look pretty on the sideline with no helmet. Hashtag Taysom for Heisman. Okay. That's, I get, I, that's a valid point. That's what you want from Tanner Mangum this year. And that's what we want. But why do we want that? Again, we'll, we'll get into more of that. At Y4Life tweeting in, to be put into the fire for large portions of the season, can he rise up to the challenges? Okay,
1: that's the opposite end <laughs> of all of this. I, I have a feeling he may be in the minority of that. And not because they're not excited about Tanner Mangum, but I don't know any BYU fan that wants to see anything short of 100% all year long for Taysom Hill.
0: Yeah, I, it just Taysom Hill's health is vital for the season and for the future. Now, more on Tanner Mangum. It's one thing to have your coaches talk highly about you and praise you. But when a Heisman Trophy winner goes out on a limb and says, hey, things are looking good for BYU, then maybe that point becomes even a little bit more valid. I asked Ty Detmer about Tanner on Media Day about what makes the backup quarterback special.
3: Obviously, he's got the mechanics and the tools and all
0: those things that you're looking for, but you know it takes more than just the, the mechanics and the tools. It takes that desire to want to be good and, and just want to play and compete. And I think um, he brings that to the table, and I think you know the program will be in good hands. During one of those high school All-Star games, Ty Detmer was coaching the quarterbacks, and Tanner Mangum was there, an Elite 11 guy, co-MVP with Jameis Winston, there was an injury in the game, and the coaches from the opposite team, the opposite of what Tanner was playing on, said, "Hey, we need one of your quarterbacks to come over and help us out." And so, keep in mind, they've been practicing with their specific squads for a week or two, understanding the plays, all this stuff. And these guys, these quarterbacks, are like, "Well, I don't want to go over there because I'm I'm in the spotlight. This game's on national television. I don't I don't want to look bad." Well, Tanner's like, "I'll go play." He was. He went over. And so Ty said that was one of the most impressive things he saw was he just he's a
1: competitor. He, nothing scares him. Talent is a dime a dozen. Everybody that plays college athletics has talent to some level. But it's what guys with talent do to get better. It's the preparation, which we've, we've discussed with Tanner. It's the little things. It's studying the film. It's how far can they push themselves. Those are the things that make talented players great. And we're not here to say that, you know, day three of camp, Tanner Mangum is going to be great, but he has all of the tools to do those things. And you bring up a guy like John Beck, who had those, he had talent, but he was also a hard worker and he did what was necessary to make himself better. Those are the things that make talented players great.
0: Okay, are you ready for the reality check? And Jason just alluded to it a little bit. It's day three of camp. That brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Zero. Tanner Mangum has taken zero snaps in game as a Division I quarterback. And there you have it. Here's the thing. The praise is awesome. Tanner looks apart. Coaches are thrilled. He hasn't played a single down of Division One college football. He needs time to acclimate. And I cannot say this with enough emphasis. As important as it is for Taysom Hill to stay healthy, for BYU to win games in the 2015 season, it is equally, if not more important for Taysom Hill to remain healthy to set up a successful future for BYU football. Taysom's got to stay healthy because Tanner needs time to acclimate. Blaine Fowler talked about this yesterday. Who would know better? Blaine was a backup quarterback to Robbie Bosco. He played in the national championship game. He was okay in that national championship game because he had time to be tutored and learn in a system. Tanner is great, or so we think on the surface, but he needs time to be able to develop and fully transition into his post-mission self before he takes over the reins. It's, it's weird if it's too early. If he's rushed too early, then you risk some things happening mentally that can be detrimental to the program.
1: We were discussing this earlier, and the analogy that kept coming to mind was in baseball. So many times you see guys that are taken as high draft picks, and they're pushed through the system very, very quickly to get to the big league club. And they don't necessarily go through the right steps. They don't go to A and prove that they can pitch or hit at Double A, and then make their way to AAA and then to the big club. Sometimes, because of pressure, they're pushed into the big league club. And then if things don't go well, especially early on, it really derails them. And it kind of gets them into a funk that they can't get out of. If it's a pitcher and they get rocked for five or six runs, their very first outing, it starts messing with their mind a little bit. So you're absolutely right. There are steps that have to, you have to go through. And for a guy like Tanner Mangum, who's just been home for two months from his mission, the best thing that could happen to him, long-term especially, not just for him but for the BYU program, is for him to not have to take a snap this year. For Taysom to be 100% healthy and Tanner can learn. If you remember, this is what it used, this used to be the blueprint back in the day. You didn't really play till you were even a junior. So Tanner's going to be ahead of that curve anyway. But you had a year or two to learn under the starter. And then when you took over as a junior, you had two years to play at a really high level because you had gone through the steps. That's what we're hoping we can see with Tanner Mangum. Reign in those expectations. And listen to what Blaine Fowler said about
0: that specific situation yesterday. I hope, for BYU's sake, that he gets a chance to develop slowly and that Taysom stays healthy because that's the ideal situation. If, if in these first four games of that schedule, they end up having to go with Mangum as, a, as the regular guy, man, that's a, that's a brutal task to ask a freshman quarterback there is a perfect example of how this has worked in BYU's favor in the recent past. Shall we rewind to the year 2006? John Beck, coming back for his senior season, has a young man named Max Hall coming as a transfer from Arizona State who was a freshman. And Max had a full year with high expectations, no less. People were high on his arm strength, on what he could do. Had a full year to learn and grow underneath John Beck before he took over as a sophomore. How did that work out for BYU with Max Hall as a quarterback, Jason?
1: Uh, It worked out pretty well. And you asked Max. Max has talked about it. How important that time to be on the sidelines and learn was for him. It truly propelled him to what we saw when he was able to take the field. The winningest quarterback in BYU football history, Max Hall
0: took over as a sophomore, had a full year to acclimate under John Beck. Wouldn't you know, Taysom Hill as a senior, Tanner Mangum as a freshman, in the same exact scenario. Taysom Hill staying healthy, not just important for BYU to win games in 2015, but important for the success of BYU football in the next number of years. Love the conversation. We want you to join it using the hashtag BYUSN. Our conversation happening right now on the Twitter machine. Let's get to some of your tweets.
2: It's Twitter time.
0: At SCWVB, I see Mangum playing the role of Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Okay, but Sunshine came in. I don't know. I don't, I don't want Rev to get Rev Taysom to get hurt.
1: I don't know. Can Taysom grow that kind of hair? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Can Tanner grow that kind of hair? Oh, better? that's what I meant, I don't, Tanner, not I Taysom. Don't know. I don't know.
0: That's the important part, right? It's, can he grow it's the all, hair? It's all about the hair. At <laughs> the Josh Landon, I expect him to simply build strong confidence in the coaches and team that he can come in on a whim to back up Taysom. Yeah, you want your backup to be prepared. And this goes to something you said earlier today. Like, the reps that Tanner Mangum gets in practice right now, how many does he
1: get? I think a question can be asked. It, it, would you rather see, because we saw this last year. Now, obviously, Taysom was, was coming off of an injury, and they, they were really trying to hold him out. Now, it's very similar to this year, but he, he is 100% speaking of Taysom right now. But would BYU be better served to have Tanner taking more reps than he is right now? It's an interesting thought. It worked for Christian Stewart. Christian Stewart got the second and third team reps last year, and they were able to he, turn that into a pretty good uh, year for him. Coming up, he could be
0: Gene Hackman's stunt double. Okay, that's maybe a stretch. Coach Jeff Judkins joins us to unveil the non-conference women's basketball schedule. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of all things BYU, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Our conversation happening right this very minute
1: on the Twitter machine. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Did you miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation? Well, the show's on demand by downloading our podcast on iTunes or the TuneIn app. You can also check it out on BYUSN.com. Don't forget to vote for the greatest play of BYU football independence.
0: Our Twitter question today, what are your expectations for Tanner Mangum as a BYU quarterback? Bronco Mendenhall dishing out the love. The love, 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 continued love yesterday for his backup. At Collie 171 says, he will be a better backup than Blaine Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shots at Fowler. I hope you're listening, Blaine. Uh, joining us now, a man who is friends with Blaine Fowler and also a good friend of ours here in Studio B, Jeff Judkins, the head coach of BYU women's basketball and the star of Jamming with Juddy. Welcome right, back, man. Coach. Yeah, it's nice to be back. It really is. Long time. How's your summer going? Uh, it's gone too fast,
3: you know, uh, recruiting and camps and trying to get away, and uh, it's been it's been a busy summer. You know, I've had three players on my team get married.
0: Holy so, cow, that's uh, uh, a lot yeah. of uh, receptions for you.
3: That's a lot of receptions.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a, lot a lot of wedding gifts.
3: Yeah, wedding gifts, standing <laughs> in line, but it's been exciting, you know, and uh, we had a young lady uh, get baptized over the weekend, Savannah Irwin, so um, it's been it's been a busy summer. It's been a great summer, and I think I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to get. I'm excited for school when football starts. School's coming, and uh, we're excited for what's going on with our season next year.
1: From a basketball standpoint, what what is this time of year like? Where you know you're still not into the season. Um, what are you wanting to see from your players during this time of the year?
3: Well, they they really try to get stronger. Um, by lifting because they don't have to play as practice as many hours and try to work on their own game, you know, try to work on things that we talked about at the end of the season. Some of the players listen and some of them don't. Um, (laughs) That's the way kids are, you know, children. You got to figure that. But uh, work on those things. And then, of course, we get, which is nice, they've changed the rule, we get to work them out two hours a week for um, eight weeks. And so, But it's been so hard because of scheduling the gym. That's why our, our new practice facility is going to be awesome because then we won't have these problems. You know, you schedule when you want to schedule and you can kind of go around the athlete. Now it's, we're going around the, the scheduling at BYU and it's a little bit harder. But, um, you know, a lot of players, this is where they get better. They work on it. They get better in their game and they come in, and especially freshmen. In the freshman year, um, Amanda and Alohi, uh, Eternity, they're all kind of, this is a new deal, and now they had the whole summer to prepare, and, and you see a, a really good change.
0: Your team with Amanda Wayman and Alohi Robbins-Hardy and Lexi Eaton coming back will play in a newly renovated Marriott Center. The practice facility still yeah, a year away, it'll be nice, but with the new video boards going in and the all-blue lower seats what do you what are you seeing? Do you have carte blanche to go in there and look at things with a hard You know, I,
3: I haven't had time to go look at it. My my son works up in the Marriott, and he says it's coming along, it's getting there. And uh, you know, I, personally, I'm really excited about it. I think uh, to get all one color seats and have more room, leg room for tall guys out, leg room in the Marriott was bad.
0: That's important for you.
3: Yeah, it's important. <laughs> I always had to get an end seat in the devotionals and the games. Um, but I just think that, and then of course the scoreboard. I'm really excited about the new scoreboard, and it'll really bring a lot of excitement to our game. And um, you know, just I, I just think we're in the right direction. I'm really happy with what's going on with with what BYU's
1: doing right now. I think it's interesting because I don't know if a lot of people think of it this way, but renovations to the Marriott Center and building the the you know practice courts and the annex, all of that stuff shows a commitment. And as a coach, that's got to be great, oh, great to be able to have that type of backing from the administration. It is. It's like recruiting right
3: now. I'm telling all the recruits hey, you're going to be in a practice facility, showing them pictures of it. Um, you're going to have your own deal. We've got the new, new scoreboard, um, all of these things. And there's no question. It attracts. In fact, I have a girl from from uh, another state and she's pulled us on the website, looked at all the stuff, is really excited about what's happening at BYU and so it makes it makes it better.
0: Jamming with Juddie in August, we are unveiling the non conference schedule now for BYU women's hoops and after a brief look, coach, uh, you've you've loaded things up. Oh boy. The RPI thanks you at Oklahoma, I at Colorado State. Neutral sites against Georgia, Texas A&M. I mean, these are national powerhouse teams. What do you like most about your non-conference schedule upcoming? Well, it's going to be a big
3: challenge. I, I don't know if I over-scheduled. You know, you you look at your team and you're scheduling two years in advance. and um, But I think we got an opportunity. We're playing a couple teams on neutral sites, which is, makes it a little bit easier. we got to go to Oklahoma, which... They'll be ranked in the top ten probably at the start of the year. It'll be a tough place, but uh, we match up well with them. And then, of course, next year they come here, so we're excited about that. Um, there's no really – you know, we, we were told in our conference meetings to try to boost up your RPI, and um, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I think I think it'll be a really a, a great opportunity for us with Oklahoma's – Georgia, Texas, and NM. You know, we might even play Penn State in that in that tournament over Thanksgiving. Utah is going to be better. They got a new coach. You know, it's at Pacific, she's going to up tempo it. Uh Weaver State will be a lot better. Um, you know, and we got to go up there and play them.
1: So it's going to be, you know, a really hard schedule and hopefully we can we can do real well in it. Why only the 3 Home games for non-conference. You you're looking to uh, to rack up the frequent flyer, Miles, heading out on the road no, so much? You know you
3: know what's really hard, JC? It's People just don't want to play us, you know, and it's so hard to get home and home unless you want to go two for one or you want to pay them, and it's just getting harder. It's getting harder and harder. And so, you um, we know, we, I, I to tell you the truth, I, I, I'd like to have of my 11 games, I'd like to have five at home and four on the road, and then two on the neutral side. That's the perfect scenario. But um, it just sometimes doesn't happen that way. And I I do have a veteran team, so I feel a little bit better with it, you know, with three returning starters. um, And then, of course, uh, signing one of the best junior college players in the country is going to
0: really help. Looking at the chronological order of this schedule, a couple of exhibition games in early November, one against Oregon, a Pac-12 opponent. That'll be in Las Vegas. You open up the home schedule against Utah Valley before going on the road at Oklahoma, at Colorado State, and then home to Utah State. But the road trips to tournaments in Los Angeles, and then you come home and turn right around and go back out to Hawaii. How do you think your team with who's coming back will handle being on the road essentially from Thanksgiving until all the way to the middle part of December. Well, you have to be careful. And
3: what I mean by that is, is when October's coming, I've got to be careful. I can't overwork work them. And I got to make sure they catch up in their academics. Um, Hawaii is a kind of a little different thing because we have so many players from Hawaii. It's kind of a home thing and the families and all that. Um, but, you know, we're we're doing something a little bit different than we've done in the past in Hawaii. We're not catching the red-eye flight coming home. We're going to come home on Sunday morning so that we kind of don't get our whole system kind of fouled up. It's not hard for Kylie because she's used to it, but the rest of my team, they, we struggled with that a little bit. Um, the, the trip we're going to California, it's really a pretty easy trip. It's only, you know, I mean, last year, people don't realize this, last year the South Dakota state game took us more time than flying to Hawaii. People don't realize that. And it was brutally cold. It's to get there. Freezing. And, you know, it was hard bus. It was a hard, it was, it was, it was getting off three planes, you know, three stops, (laughs) you know, and for Hawaii, it's one, you just get on the plane and you get off. So it's not as bad, but you know, I have to be really careful with it. And, um, I, I'm, you know, I just have to make sure
1: that my players are kind of headed head with school and with everything else. All right, I want to tap into your, your coaching skills here, but I want to ask you a football question. Now, Tanner sure. Magum, the backup quarterback for the Cougars, getting high praise. Bronco Mendenhall talked about how much he loved him. Robert and I talked about it, giving him high praise. But I think everybody's hoping that he has a full year to learn under Taysom Hill. And that means Taysom is healthy all season. As a coach... What differences do you see from a player who's had that opportunity to sit back, learn before being thrust into the limelight, and those that, for one reason or another, are, are put in um, and that may not actually have that?
3: Well, I think the best scenario is what you said. Ho- hopefully, Hill stays healthy because yeah. he's the best player, not just on BYU's team, but he might be one of the best players in the, in the country. So you want your best player to play all the time. And that would give Tanner an opportunity to learn from him and really see situations and hopefully get in some games. It kind of was like with what I had. I had Haley Steed, who was our best player, and I had Kylie, who was sitting behind her as a freshman. And I, I didn't want to register Kylie because if Haley went down, I needed to have her. And I also wanted her to get a few minutes, and it paid off. So I think it's kind of the same with the football. I mean, I'm hoping that Hill stays healthy that he's a little bit smarter, doesn't run all the time, and takes a knee, realizes that he needs to play. And then Tanner, I know Tanner personally. I know his family, and he's, he's going to be a good one. I mean, you can just tell. You know, you, you just see he's, he's, just, he's confident. He came here for a reason. He's done the right things. He went on a mission. He's paid his, time, he's paid his dues. He'll be ready to go. And every good team. Look at Ohio State. The third-string quarterback takes them to a national champion. You got to have a good backup. You have got to have a good backup, a quarterback, because it happens. Somebody gets hurt or whatever. And I, I think he's ready. I think he's ready for it. And, I, and Hill looks like he's in great shape. Just looking at this. I haven't watched practice yet. I'm probably going to go in there and sneak it, watch a little bit. But I, I'm excited for him because,
0: you know, he's he's a fun guy to watch and he's got a lot of energy. Jeff Judkins with us on BYU Sports Nation. We just unveiled the non-conference women's basketball schedule. We will tweet out that full schedule on our BYU Sports Nation account. Uh, so check out that for specific dates and times. They've loaded up, and he just gave us his opinion on Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum, which I am 100% in agreement. I would love to see Tanner Mangum play the fourth quarter of a few games and maybe some extended action against Wagner when BYU's up by 50 points. But other than that, <laughs> that's, let's keep Taysom on the field, man. I, I,
3: I think we need to keep him on there. I think that's a big key for him. And, you know, he does so much. You know, he's not just a great player, he's a leader. You know, and people, that's hard. Teammates respond to that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, you know, Tom Brady is a great player, but he's a leader. You know, Rodgers is the same. You know, it's just the quarterback position is kind of that position that they just have to control it. And I think BYU's. I mean, we think we have a tough schedule. They got a tough one too. And this to be exciting. They can, they can pull these out. They're going to be right in the hunt. That's what they want.
0: Great stuff with Jeff Judkins, coach. Good to have you back. Thanks, Studio man. B. It's good to be let's here. Let's not wait so long
3: again. Okay, huh? let's don't wait. I hear you. <laughs> you know, but other thing too. Our our conference schedule is going to come out this Saturday. So look on the website. Uh, Norma will get it up for
0: you in our our conference. So we'll see what it is. All right. We'll be all over it. Up next, he's a beast on the defensive side of the football and a friend of the program, Harvey Longy, All access from BYU Football Fall Camp. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the
1: Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Get your hands on some BYU Sports Nation swag. Go to BYUstore.com and search BYU Sports Nation or Blue Goggles to get your own pair. Or how about a BYU Sports Nation t-shirt? How do those feel, Jason?
0: The slim fit as Brian Logan is nice. them. Hey, I'm
1: all about the slim fit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they look good, man. All right. They look good on you. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines starting with fall camp. Football day two. Tanner Mangum shining again. Bronco Mendenhall shouted his love from the mountaintops for Tanner. Day three of camp just underway at the practice fields.
1: Yeah, and uh, as you uh, saw and heard just a few moments ago in our last segment, uh, Jeff Judkins joined us. Uh, BYU women's basketball team released their non-conference schedule. It's uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun, but as, as Coach Judkins mentioned, he feels that he's got the team that can handle the fact that he's only got three non-conference home games uh, to start the year.
0: Yeah, it's right on the border, and his voice said it, of being too tough, maybe. BYU- BYU women's soccer will hold its annual blue white scrimmage tonight, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, at the stadium at Southfield. We are live for an exhibition match, BYU-Arizona on Saturday night on BYU TV 9 Eastern 7 Mountain
1: for that start, too. And congratulations to Charlene Johnson-Witted. She is the new assistant coach for the BYU women's volleyball team.
0: Harvey Longy has been dubbed the vocal leader on the defensive side of the ball for BYU football. That according to his linebacker teammate Fred Warner. But what does Harvey think about being that vocal guy? Just one of the topics we discuss as we go all-access from BYU football camp, with linebacker Harvey Longy. Okay, Harvey, day two in the books. Um, Bronco men, I'll call it a success. The defense in eleven-on-eleven 11 drills looks really good from what we can see on the balcony. What are you seeing on the field in eleven-on-eleven 11 drills that you like?
2: Okay, yeah, it's good. That's a that's a good word we can use because man, we can we can all step up and take it another notch. It's only day two. I've said this already um, before today, but it's day two. Um, It's good work, Um, a lot of us are unified, and we've been watching film together, so um, we feel comfortable. Um, There's a lot of just like um, little things that turn into big plays, you know, and so the biggest thing that we can do is just keep preparing. And just keep building that um, that unity off the field because it's only day two, like you said. It could be in the books as success, but um, where we need to be on September 5th, um, it can stay at good. Um, We need to be above that um, by September 5th. Your boy Fred Warner
0: told me that you've been working really hard, not just early in camp, but through the summer to establish yourself as the vocal leader. What kind of things did you do to kind of say, yeah, I I am
2: going to be that guy? Yeah. Well, you can't be late. And, you know, you got to show up every day, you know, show up or shut up. Um, That's one of our mottos down there in the training room. It was us and the training guys. So um, I had to take care of my body. So make sure that I can um, show everyone that, you know, off the field, I'm eating right and sleeping right so I can perform better. So just like stuff like that, you know, coming in, getting rehab um, just just because I want to instead of. Because your your toe hurts or your calf hurts or something, no, you know you got to go in there and take care of your body. So, um, you know, being here at BYU, um, I just took to heart like if if you really do live, um, you know the standards, you know the word of wisdom, all these things that the church believes, and he promises to. To take care of our bodies, you know? So I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, whatever I put in it, it's gonna be good stuff. Try to lay low on the sweets and this and that so I can train, so I can't only be the vocal leader, but to show them, like, hey, line up against me. Like, let me show you, you know? And like, you know, test his speed, test his agility work and stuff like that just so I can. Um, not only prove them but prove to myself that I'm I'm ready and I'm uh you know hundred percent you know in condition for um the season.
0: A vocal leader is something that this team really needed last year and maybe didn't have so much on the defensive side of the ball. How much of that did you think about when you're trying to make yourself like the guy on the defense?
2: Well that's it. Like like you just said, um we just need I don't think it comes down to one leader. I think all of us just need to not be scared to just come up and be like, hey, you know, get hype or praise someone when they do something good or, um, you know, um, someone um, does something amazing instead of just like um, hoping that that was you and stuff. You know, get out there and, and make him feel like a million bucks. But um, just also to to speak what our minds and our hearts Phil um, instead of just keeping it in because when we talk and we start to communicate and not only to each other, um, but the the coaching staff and the administrators they, and the training staff, they they can understand where we come from, you know, and they can understand like oh these are what these young men are coming. It's sort of hard to read body language from a young you know young adult, so when we can, you know, and it, and it's sort of hard for us to speak up too because you know a lot of us are just like stubborn, but. Um, if we just speak up and we tell them like, no, that drill doesn't do anything. We want to do a different drill like this. This is what this would be better. And they're like, all right. Why don't you say something? Let's switch up this drill. Let's do it this way. Or like, hey, no, we want to run this way because every time you guys do it, you guys don't see this or do this or do that. All right, then show us what you got. So they it just gives like a, um, you know the coaches another. Tool for them to help us out instead of us just hoping and wishing and praying that they understood how we felt, you know. So, you know, just be vocal and tell them, you know. So that's that's another reason. Are you okay being that guy? Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I want to be that guy, but you know, just I have to take it day by day. I can't just say it, you know. It talk is cheap, so um, I could say it, but you know, day by day. I gotta just keep working on the small and simple things, and you know, being here on time, doing the things right off the field, and and then when I come here, um, I can be that vocal guy.
0: Fall camp presents an interesting dynamic. There are really two teams: there's the offense, there's, yeah. and there's the defense. And then you have to come together somewhere before that first game. But for right now, what what is that dynamic like playing against the other
2: team? Man, it's like. It feels like it's like game day. Every time it's team, period, or like Skelly or anything that has to do against us, against the offense, it's just like, man, I was just hanging out with you right before this and we were just cracking jokes. Now I don't know you. Like, sorry, Louis. you know, <laughs> sorry, Tijan, and all these guys. Like, I don't know you. Like, right when it comes to them, like, it's almost like you have to build almost like not a hate, but just like, we're not friends. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do all I can to stop you guys, and you're gonna do all you can to try to score on us. So, it's it just sometimes I like get so tired because my heart is pumping so fast before I even touch the field. So like I might do one little movement, and I'm breathing so hard because like my heart just wants to jump out of my chest, you know. So that's the feeling I get just to go against our own offense, you know.
0: We would be remiss not to ask about uh, the Jamal Williams vacancy. Just because you were a standout running back in high school, and I know you were asked earlier today. But if it came down to it, and you needed to play both ways, what would you think about something like that?
2: If it came down to it, through them, and they came and asked me, man, I'm in. You know, I'd be 100% in. Um, Man, um, much love to to Jamal. And he, you know, had a little stumble, but um, we love him as our brother, and we don't think anything negative about what situation he um, got into, but... um, we do know that uh, we have great running backs. We do know that he has another year. You know, there's a lot of positives. He's young. He's a great guy. He's a great running back. I love Jamal. And uh, I love our coaches, too, and I trust in them. If they came up to me and said, hey, Harv, you want to take a couple reps? i am like, look at Coach Tedwell. If he doesn't say anything, i am like, yep, let's go. I right, Stand up you know, start practicing on my cuts, you know. It'd be it'd be exciting, man. That'd be very exciting to play both ways. I would do it, yeah, for sure.
0: Well, right now Coach Wells is very excited to have you as an inside linebacker. Are you the guy at Mike?
2: Yes, Mike. Mike Linebacker. So that's like the quarterback of the defense. Oh I can't say that. I think both the Buck and Mike, us both insiders, were the quarterbacks of the defense, and um, we try to set the tone. So it's going to be exciting.
0: All access with Harvey Longy, yeah. Mike. Or yeah, just the mic, the guy. Let's get it. With this. thanks, Harvey. All right. Jason Shepherd, Harvey Long. You mentioned a <laughs> word to me during that interview. Mature. What do you
1: think? I that was the word that kept coming back to me over and over. Just hearing him talk about being the leader and taking everything seriously. That you know, there are certain things that he has to do, and he's going to follow those. That not just the maturity. But looking at him, the guy is jacked. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a linebacker. If that should get you very excited for this season. The NFL
0: prototype body linebacker Harvey Longy will be on the field at Lincoln Memorial Stadium on September 5th. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. You ready?
1: 25 days. Oh, Jason Shepard's dialed in, baby. I was hoping to do a little harmony there, but... (laughs) Boys to men, we are not. Apparently, we will work on that. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU
0: 623 student athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. And welcome to the club. Up next, all access continues from BYU football fall camp with wide receiver Nick Kurtz. Why is he most excited to play this season? Coming off that injury, has to do something with it. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio Simulcast on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of
1: all things BYU, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard, live from Studio B. Did you miss our interview earlier with Jeff Judkins, the head coach of the BYU women's basketball team? Don't worry about it. You can go to youtube.com slash BYUtvSports to watch all of our interviews from the show today.
0: Our Twitter question today, what are your expectations for Tanner Mingum as a BYU quarterback? Use the hashtag BYUSN when you reply. One of the guys that Tanner will hopefully be throwing to when he's a senior wide receiver is Nick Kurtz. Right now gearing up for his junior season and in fall camp very early on. Why is Nick so high on what's going on? It's all access with the junior wide receiver, Nick Kurtz. Okay, Nick, two days down. How do you feel... The wide receiver group was coming along two days into fall camp.
4: Honestly, they were doing a great job. I think that the freshmen are doing way better than I did when I first got here. The coaches are doing a good job of handling them. They've kind of got it different now. They set the freshmen up with their own script with like a certain amount of plays on it, so it's a little bit easier on them. Because definitely, I know when I got here, it was really tough. I was just with the full script with the ones, and it was a really tough process. But now, honestly, I feel great. A lot of the other receivers are doing awesome. Um, we're really comfortable, and you know, we're waiting for Mitch to get back too. Good player right there, so it's been good so far for sure.
0: How much of a concern is it that Mitch isn't out there right now?
4: Um, of course, you know we love Mitch and we want to be playing, but we got to do what we got to do. You know, so when we go out there, we just act like you know we don't act like he's out there with us. You know, it, it shouldn't phase us right now. So definitely, a lot of guys are stepping up, and like I was saying, we all feel really comfortable right now. So
0: you had a double move for a 50-yard-plus touchdown. It seems that
4: you and Taysom are, are, are picking on some defensive backs. Is the double move something we're going to see a lot of this year? Um, you never know what you're going to get. I don't want to give away any secrets. <laughs> but anyone could do the double move, so don't give me any credit there. Any, anyone could have done it. Um, but it's awesome because it's really just hand signals. So he'll just see, like, hey, they're catching onto the hitches. So he'll just be like, Nick, be on the lookout. He'll call it, and then he'll give me the signal, and I'll be like, here we go. You know, here comes the hitch and go, and it was wide open. You know, he, he knew it was going to be there, so it was, it was really cool.
0: Is there an underrated wide receiver in this group right now? If so, who is it?
4: Underrated. Um, I think I always think of Kurt Henderson. You know, he—I don't know if you saw him out there today. He went out there and he balled out. He's a really hard worker and he's an athletic guy too. So definitely look out for Kurt. I think he's going to do some big things this year. What are you
0: feeling right now, knowing that last year you were having a good camp, then you had the foot injury to be back now? What, what's going through your mind?
4: Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like I'm right back there, you know, I'm back there again. feel really comfortable. But, you know, you never know what you're going to get with injuries. Honestly, you just got to act like it's not going to happen and go out there and play hard every play. So, you know, hopefully we all stay healthy and everything goes well. What's your relationship with Taysom Hill like on and off the field? Yeah, is a really good dude. Um, he gets along with everyone. Uh, his golf game is better than everyone, too. So if you try to golf with him, he'll probably beat you. Um, but, I mean, great guy. Honestly... On the field, I feel like I have a really good, just like you saw with that hitch and go, you know, it's just you, you're ready to look at him anytime to give you that signal. So it's, it's going really good right now. What is it like to play for a coach as exuberant as Guy Holiday? Yeah, Coach Holiday definitely gives you a different look than a lot of the other coaches. So that was something that was intriguing when I was getting recruited here too. Uh, I saw the way he coached. He's a funny dude. When you're watching film, he'll sit there and make fun of you the whole time. So when I first got here, it was definitely hard because, you know, if I did something wrong, he'd make fun of me. I'd be like, man, do I suck? Like, am I, am I bad? But now I watch him. Like, he picks on the freshman and stuff. And, like, you just grow onto it, and you end up actually getting a lot better from it. So, I mean, I've definitely benefited from it. You know, I think, honestly, I think about a lot of stuff that he says when I'm on the field. Um, so it's definitely helped out a lot. But, you know, he keeps it excited. He keeps it fun. And he helps you get through fall camp for sure. So it's cool. Is there any sort of a competition? I know you
0: and Mitch are very close about what, about what about what's going to happen I'm on the field Is, is there I'm any awkward. competition
4: between you guys on the field no no we're, we we actually like I haven't gotten to play much with him because even last fall camp when I was actually with him because he was out this that last spring he was hurt he had the shoulder injury so then last fall camp when I started playing with him I only got a couple days with him because at first they had me on his side and me and him were working together and then I ended up going on the other side and I, I was doing really good and stuff but he and Mitch only have literally played a few days together and like this last spring too like we didn't always we weren't always in together so it's really cool when we're on the field at the same time we actually like to do it we like to be on the same side and stuff so actually really fun. I mean, we'll see what happens this year, but you know, Mitch already has his roots already dug in. He's a great player, so does he do anything that bothers you as your roommate? Like do you have any pet peeves with him? Uh, <laughs> uh um, did you a cereal loud I, I don't i don't want to speak on any pet peeves i know he has some pet peeves in me too so uh i'm just gonna keep that on the wraps i'm not gonna let anyone know about that stuff uh keep that between me and him wow you really are a good roommate are you the best roommate there is oh no, no 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 he is okay no i, I have a couple of good roommates too the, the other two don't go here but we definitely have one of the coolest houses in utah i'd have to say nick thanks for the time Nick Kurtz,
0: all-access BYU football fall camp. That relationship with Mitch Matthews is a fun one for sure in being roommates. But I asked him the question, how much of a concern is it that Mitch is out of camp? That is topic number one in Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal, No Deal. All right, time for Jason Shepard and myself to decide whether the given topics are a big deal or a no deal. Number one. Big deal, no deal. Mitch Matthews is still out of fall camp.
1: You do the honors, Jason. No deal. It is not a big deal to me, and I'll tell you why. If the coaches aren't concerned about it, I'm not going to be concerned about it. Everybody has said they expect him to be ready to go when the season starts. Because of that, I'm not going to worry.
0: From that backdrop, I agree with you 100%, but I will say it is a big deal because I want him on the field teaching the young guys. I want those guys to be able to see him play in fall camp, to kind of learn from his example and try and emulate what he does because he's the guy that's the go to receiver. So, no, I agree with you, but I'm going to say it's a big deal because the young guys cannot watch him practice. I want them to be able to emulate Mitch. Number two Big deal and no deal. Bronco Mendenhall compares Tanner Mangum to John Beck.
1: It's a big deal. Talking about one of BYU's best quarterbacks, and if Bronco Mendenhall is going out of his way to say that Tanner Mangum is like John Beck, that's a big deal. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go with you there. It, it is a big deal when Bronco Mendenhall, of all people, because
0: Bronco doesn't throw around comparisons lightly. He doesn't like to do it. So the fact that, and he even said the comparisons should probably stop, but yes, I think Tanner Mangum reminds me of John Beck. So I'll agree with you on that one. Big deal. Bronco Mendenhall doesn't throw those things around lightly, comparing Tanner Mangum to John Beck. Number three. Big deal, no deal. Jordan Leslie does not
1: play in a preseason game. I was surprised. It's a big deal. It is a big deal because in the NFL preseason, the first and the last preseason game are the ones where the starters play the fewest minutes. And I fully expected Jordan Leslie to be able to get minutes in that Hall of Fame game this past Sunday night that would worry me a little bit I am going to say this
0: is no deal Jason because I expected this to happen when I saw what the Vikings did they brought in some extra receivers they generally only keep five Jordan's competing with like five other guys for a sixth receiver spot that might be a phantom spot so while he's not getting to play I don't even know that if he played it would make a difference So I say no deal. Jordan, Leslie, go find another team. Do something crazy. Come
1: to my Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Andy Reid will welcome you with open arms. Go
0: to Shep's Chiefs. (laughs) Do
1: something. You have BYU
0: friends there. Daniel Sorensen and Andy Reid. Make it happen. Can you place a call? I've
1: got Andy on the cell phone. I will call him when we're done. (laughs) Up
0: next on BYU Sports Station, the Cougar Whip Around recaps everything else you need to know.
2: On the road, the unexpected and unimaginable can happen. And the damages from dealing with an insurance company can make matters even worse. Recovering from your injury is your priority. Holding insurance accountable to their promises is ours.
4: Left turn ahead, 250 feet.
1: Oh, that can't be right.
4: Satellites don't lie.
2: No, no, no. You have reached your destination.
4: Took the shortcut, huh? Have a car wreck? Martin's Collision Repair. The
2: right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Martin's Collision Repair.
1: Les Olson Company is a very diverse company. We have a division that supports software and it helps automate business processes and really protect your documents. We have a division... Called Manage Print Services that takes a holistic view and looks at every device in your company infrastructure and helps you manage that day-to-day to allow your team of people to focus on what you do best. Awesome
0: it's a women's basketball day with the release of the non-conference schedule, and it's also a happy birthday to Kylie Maeda. Happy oh. birthday! Hawaii Point Guard. Coming back for what she hopes is a successful senior campaign as the go-to player for the Cougars. Our Twitter question today, what are your expectations for Tanner Mangum as a BYU quarterback? At Nails 21 says this, Shep, hashtag Heisman2017. We knew it was
1: coming. We knew it was coming. That
0: was going to happen. (laughs) That was going to happen. At Major League Mormon says, See Stu, Christian Stewart, act two. Promising for 2016 with Jamal in the backfield. He reminds me of Christian.
1: It's very similar. It's a very similar situation. The
0: Elite Tweet of the Day from at Colley underscore 171. He says he will be a better backup than Blaine Fowler. Taking shots at Blaine. Come on Get now. that one in there again. Thanks to Jason Shepard, special guest host of BYU Sports Station today, and all of our guests. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes. Shout out to Steve Clements.